Uh, I guess of course. If, the, if the cars <laughs> has left, then... Well, you hit the record button, so there had to be something going on. I mean, I have the windows open as well, so that might be people outside making noises. Yeah, it's it's too warm to not do it. It is. It is. But let's let's move on from the uh, the weather report here. Sure. Let's get it started. Let's go do something else that is hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I hope you meant podcast. Sure. All right. <laughs> Welcome to two nerds, maybe more, with your host. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Two Nerds, Maybe More. My name is Michael, and with me, as always, is Marty. Marty, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Had uh, I've had a, a, a nice week where I have had... I took, like, most of the days off. Uh, worked, like, in total, like, one day, I think, this week, and, and just... You know, some 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 easy summer vacation, and uh, exploring our own little own little town. Uh, explored Copenhagen, went out and saw some fish and other things. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, vacationing it up over here must be nice <laughs> because I've been working a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Camp is almost over over here, so um, we've begun the process of starting to clean up everything while still right. trying to make sure the magic is still alive. For those that are coming, because this week is the last week. And then I have two weeks off before okay. I go back to work. So That sounds nice. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to get some gaming in, which means that I'll probably get stuck in the YouTube train or the anime train, mm-hmm. which has been the case recently. Even, even the police just came by and were like, yep. <laughs> I heard it and I was like, I'm just going to act like I don't hear it. <laughs> But anyway, welcome everybody to the podcast. Uh, happy to have you here. And this is a podcast that's primarily about nerdy things, mainly video gaming. So of course we're gonna start off talking about things we didn't that we started watching and said <laughs> words are difficult today. I apologize. <laughs> Marty, welcome you go to, first. Welcome to Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know um, what's going on. So I have watched stuff uh, lately, <laughs> and it's stuff that I cannot really recommend. You um, cannot. I cannot recommend All it. Right. Uh, so let's start out with the Army of the Dead. Uh, I don't know if you know what that yeah, about that movie, Michael. I saw it advertised on my Netflix feed, but I didn't really watch. T- I didn't really start it up. No, it's the newest movie from uh, Zack Snyder. Um, and if you know me, then you also know that you know I am not. Uh, I-, I feel like Zack Snyder is a little bit overrated. I don't mm. think he's done. He's done some things that are really, really good, and then he's done a lot of things that is just, meh, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might be that might be a, a few DC fans out there who, who really disagrees with me, but you know what? I don't care. I think he's <laughs> overrated. That's my opinion. And okay. so is this movie. I, I didn't finish <laughs> it. I, di- I really I didn't finish it. It's it's seldom that I don't finish stuff that I start watching, but I just I, I was just like. Half over halfway through, I was like, "Why? Why am I watching this? Why, why am I watching this?" Um, so yeah, so so I actually don't know how it ends. It it could be you know that it has has like an amazing ending, mm-hmm. and that will just save the whole movie. But looking at the IMDb rating, I don't think so. 
I don't I don't trust IMDB ratings and I'll talk a little bit about that coming up in here just like a, a minute or so um, but I don't know I saw it and it didn't really appeal to me like just seeing that little uh, just a little card that Netflix had for it and the little description I was like what is that mm-hmm. don't really feel like watching it so yeah. I don't know eh. <laughs> yeah that's how I felt about it as well huh? <laughs> all right army of so, the yeah. dead stay away from it apparently <laughs> That's my positive review of Army yes. of the Dead. <laughs> Alright, well, I'll talk about something that just recently came out and is actually having a bit of... Uh, it's mixed. It's very mixed, um, depending on who you ask. Now, the reason why I said I don't trust IMDb is because I actually went to IMDb after I watched um, Masters of the Universe Revelations, which is kind of the newest addition to the... Uh, Masters of the Universe franchise, and for those who don't know, that's simply put, He-Man. Um, from what I've seen, well, I watched all five episodes, and let me say that I really enjoyed it. It felt like I was watching a cartoon in, like, the 80s or the 90s, and it, for both positive and negative aspects, uh, it had annoying animal sidekick creatures, just like the original did, and if you remember shows like he-Man and the Master of the Universe, it had the annoying cat. Um, this one has the annoying cat. And then if you ever watched Thundercats, it had Snarf, who was super annoying as well. Uh, it just had a, a different animation style, and it was cleaner than what the original was. Hmm. Um, now, looking at the reviews, it seems like we're once again in a situation where people are upset because it is at least these first five episodes, that's it, five episodes, they're not focused primarily on He-Man. Um, you're mainly going around with Tila and the things that she's doing following the events of episode one. Hmm. Um, things go down in episode one, which kind of sets the stage, and you are following Tila, and then she gets a companion, and um, someone else comes into the fray there, and I don't want to say who it is because it might be spoilers for those who want to actually watch it. But the comments and reviews, I saw a lot of things that were saying things along. It's another one of these woke situations where females have to be the lead and there has to be people of uh, color and things like that. And I want to say that I didn't feel that at all. Like, it felt very natural. Um, none of it felt like it was being forced and it's not just like a female power show there are female powerful female characters yes and one of them is the lead yes but there's still plenty more there and I didn't even think about that once until I saw people talking about it in the reviews and then when I saw it in the reviews I simply said I think you're all idiots um, <laughs> the f- I can understand people being a little bit upset that like He-Man isn't the focus point of it for like at least these uh, beginning things but even still He-Man's not really even in the title name it's just Masters of the Universe Revelation so um, there's that I will say that the cast is very high profile Um, there's a lot of big names as a cast Um, there's a lot of good voice acting going on here Um, you do have Mark Hamill as Skeletor which is both hit and miss. It's a hit because Mark Campbell does the voice really well, but 
but it's a miss because every time I hear Mark Hamill do an animated villain, I just always hear the Joker. Yeah. In my head, like it, it's not quite as over the top as some of like the Joker stuff, but you definitely like hear it. So I'm like, ah, <laughs> who mm. am I supposed to be seeing here, Skeletor or the Joker? But I do think that he distinguishes himself enough to keep Skeletor separate from Joker. It's just the voice you hear it and you hear Joker. Um, other than that, there's like you, a lot of stars. You totally, you totally hear that laugh, laughter, and you're like, wait. What is the Joker doing here? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I find it interesting that you have say that uh, we've only seen five episodes because it looks like the main actor who plays He-Man has been in eight episodes. Um, so I don't. <laughs> I, I, it, does it end after five episodes, or does it look like it will continue? Um, it will definitely continue. Yeah. Um, okay. it it leaves you with a point where it's definitely going to continue. Like, there's no. Unless for some reason it doesn't do well enough and Netflix decide to completely just cancel it, mm. um, then it will definitely, it's led into more. And I double checked and yeah, right now there's only five episodes. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is that, you know, I, I watched the first episode, really, really enjoying it. I haven't <clears> seen the other four, so I can't really talk to that. But one of these days, I'm a little bit, I'm starting to become a little bit worried when stuff is being released through netflix because to me netflix has become the new sci-fi channel where <laughs> they they cancel everything left and right if it doesn't if, mm. it, if it doesn't do super 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 good um even though that they've canceled some stuff that is really really good but just not good enough enough apparently not not enough people have watched it so you know and so i'm also always a little bit worried these days mm -hmm. when when netflix picks something up um so i yeah. think that we've talked about this before where netflix tends to they look at it almost like uh who used to do this amc used to do this the the station that does uh the walking dead and they also did breaking bad and shows along that nature narcos and things like that where mm -hmm. they said they specifically didn't want seasons to go too long because at a certain point you're no longer getting new viewers you're just retaining and netflix was like well we think that we have enough viewers or enough other content to retain the people Mm. we want things that will bring in new people because yeah. i know i was worried when um for cobra kai yeah because i was like how long is this train going to keep on going to bring new people into it and we'll see how that goes but we talked about it when i was watching sabrina and they canceled it and that last season happened and i was like what was this season like why why did it yeah. why why must you hurt me like this we never finished. We ended up never finishing that season because it was cancelled. Yeah. Um, that that's that's just you know you you kind of kind of just feel like what's the point in watching this if if it's cancelled anyway, and we don't get the you know conclusion on everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my biggest issue with Sabrina was that it was fairly obvious that this was not supposed to be the conclusion, or at least if it was, there was supposed to be a bit more to it. Yeah. Before it actually concluded to make a little bit more sense. And I, wa I wasn't happy with the ending of Sabrina. No, no. But I, I recommend if you like, I don't know where all the negativity towards the Masters of the Universe is really coming from. Like, I don't know if it's... Because when I was looking at reviews, I saw people talking about, I've watched the original growing up and I absolutely loved it and I love this. It continues on. Uh, so I really don't know... 
where a lot of the negativity is. Like Rotten Tomatoes, you'll see has like a very high positive rating, I think, or like critically, it's doing really well. Um, and then a lot of people are not liking it, and I don't know why. I enjoy it. Like I said, it does feel like I'm watching an old cartoon. So mm. maybe it's people that were expecting something more adult or something to hit them the way that the original did, but which is not really possible if you really think about it. Like, how can a cartoon nowadays really hit you the way that a cartoon hits you mm. as a kid? It, it won't. Like, it just doesn't have that. And I, I really, yeah. I really, really, really loved the first episode. Uh, I just watched like right before the we started recording here, and I'm going to to binge watch the next four episodes. I think I just want to see what what's more to come. And I just quickly checked it out on Rotten Tomatoes as well. That the reviewers, ninety four percent, average audience, twenty nine percent. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. see it does seem like reviewers loves it more than than the audience, um, but. I don't know. I'm, I've been, I'm enjoying it. Maybe when I'm watched it, I'll, I'll go in and, and make a Rotten Tomato uh, <laughs> review and give it high praise. Yeah, I didn't feel like I wasted my time with it. Like mm. I enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to where they'll take it in the future. Yeah. Looking forward to watching it. All right. I watched something else that I cannot recommend either, but when I <laughs> saw it, I was like, I just need to see what the hell this is. I need to see one episode. And I did. It's another Netflix show. It's called Sexy Beasts. I don't know if you looked it up before uh, beforehand, Mike. Um, no, but last night when I was getting ready to watch He-Man, I saw it on there and I was like, what the hell is Sexy Beasts? And it was like some yeah. creature looking thing and I don't know what it was. Yeah. Let me tell you what it is. <laughs> it is a dating show. Oh, no. With people who like, I cannot find uh, real love because people only look uh, at my looks and and you know don't take me for who I am. So let's go on a go on a date. But everyone just had this, this insane makeup on their face, like with prosthetics and everything, so they look like beasts and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the devil and things like that. And I was like, you know what? I know that I will not like this, but I just I, do, I just need to see what <laughs> what the hell this is. And I did. And it's just so bad. I mean, if, if you like, you know, dating shows, then you probably might like it. But I just feel like she, she, the, the, the person in the first one, you know, she told, she told about, you know, what type of guys that she usually always ended up with. And she ended up with the guy <laughs> anyway, you know, towards <laughs> the end. And even though that everyone, you know, has like this makeup on, as soon as they drop the mask at the end of the show, everyone is still, you know, really pretty people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It, it just, it just, you know what? I would have way more respect for it if, if it looked like just more like average, normal average, uh, average mm-hmm. Joe people. Uh, um, but it didn't. Everyone was, you know, still looking, looking extremely handsome. Um, and yeah. It's it's a rubbish show. Well, it's not for me, at least. Let's just put it that way. Um, uh, so, yeah. A quick Google search of Sexy Beasts Netflix mm-hmm. led to uh, a few things that I find pretty funny, which is one that it's a revival of a UK reality show from 2014 that lasted only a single season. <laughs> um, Wonder why. And then... It, Google has, like, top stories with, like, that thing on it, and one of it just says, Furries, Netflix's sexy beast misses the point of animal costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know what it was, and I did not expect what you just mentioned. 
Um, no. In theory, I like the idea, right? Yeah. The idea of like, hey, we don't know what really what we really look like. Let's kind of go off of like the feeling between two people, mm. right? Like how it should be because despite how much we like to say looks don't matter, what's the first thing that grabs us? The visual aspect for the most part, unless um, you're slightly different than most. But mm-hmm. like, I'll be completely honest. Is that like the first thing when I saw like my wife in a picture was like, hey, she's cute. Okay, the first thing wasn't, ah, oh, she looks like she has an amazing personality. Like that just kind of happened to be the case <laughs> and it was great. Um, but I love the idea of let's completely abscond that and get rid of it and remove it from the equation but then like you said it's just pretty people underneath so it's like made for tv obvious yeah and you know what it's just when it's reality tv and it's american reality tv no no offense or anything um so i'm also just wondering how much of this is scripted outside or you know let's let's make a retake where you know you do you people do stuff i cannot help but think that I mean, even just in Danish reality TV, I know that this kind of stuff happens. So, you know, it, it's... I, I I knew that I wouldn't like it. I, I, you know, I thought it was a fun idea and I, you know, I think I somehow maybe hoped that it, that it would be, you know, down mm-hmm. the line. But no, 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 no. It's, it's really, really traditional uh, uh, reality TV for you. So, so yeah, yeah, cannot recommend that either. <laughs> um, and I hate reality TV, like... American reality TV especially like uh, mm. actually I haven't watched too much other countries to be honest but I don't no. like reality TV it's, it's all fake it's the me. same template yeah so. they have to throw in drama because or else it wouldn't be entertainment exactly alright well let's move on from that um, I am still on the Naruto train um, and last weekend I think I watched about 8 hours worth of Naruto uh, just on Saturday and Sunday, I kind of went on a binge and just kind of started watching it. I am now on episode 371 of Naruto Shippuden. So I think I am almost through it all. And then I can start Baruto after. But I really like Naruto hmm. um, as an anime and as a show. And if you have never watched Naruto because you're like, it just seems so daunting in like the amount of episodes, yep. I one, recommend that you give it a chance, and two, look up a site that tells you which episodes are considered part of the main story and which ones are filler. Uh, because there is a butt ton of filler in Naruto. Like, we're talking. You may be watching the story, it's going to get really interesting, and then it will take a 20-episode hiatus from the story. Um, Some of those fillers are interesting because they fill in, like, just gaps of characters' backstories. Mm -hmm. And, like, you get to see them as, like, kids interacting with the other character. Um, But it's not 100% necessary. It just adds a little bit more uh, background to the conflict at hand. But there's a ton of filler. And I am constantly, I have it on one monitor where I'm watching it, and then the other monitor has which episodes to skip. That way, once I hit it, I can just skip to the next part and keep the main story going. Mm. And that, for me, keeps me involved with it. While before... It it sounds like a Ubisoft game. Yeah, Here's the main storyline, but you need to level up by doing all this side content. Yep, except unlike Ubisoft, I can skip that content. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I'm not currently playing any Ubisoft game. So, watch Naruto. If you've never watched Naruto and you actually like 
anime and you like action-based anime and things like that, I suggest giving it a chance. Obviously, you'll have to start from the beginning if you've never watched it with just basic Naruto and then go into Naruto Shippuden. Uh, but get past some of the aspects that maybe you might be a bit nervous about and just kind of push through and see how you feel about it after after a little bit. Because I, I really enjoy it. All right. Maybe I will. I don't I don't remember. I, I know that I have watched one of those I think that's like two there's something else similar to Naruto right um what do you mean I'm not completely sure I, I know that there is Naruto and then I think there's something else that also has like a million episodes um and I'm not completely sure which one of them but I know that I have watched some of the episodes on point because um my friend was um <clears throat> really into this show either mm-hmm. this show or something else I don't remember so please don't tell me it's one piece no. Okay, because if it's One Piece, One Piece has like a million and one episodes. Um, okay. But Naruto often gets paired with uh, another show called Bleach. Bleach! That's the one. Yeah, Bleach is a lot of fun too. I like that one. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was Bleach where I've seen some of the episodes then because my, my friend who I, I hung out with at that point was into it. So when we were hanging out and there was a new episode out, he had to watch it. Um, and, you know, I can understand that if that's something you just have to watch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as it comes out um so yeah so i've seen some of it and to, to be fair I, I i was totally entertained by it uh, even mm-hmm. though i had no clue what the hell was going on <laughs> um so it, it bleach naruto it, it's totally something i could see myself check out at some point um but uh, yeah yeah it's, i started watching both of those around the same time mm. and i enjoyed them both uh since we're on the anime train if you've never watched it and you're looking for like a really good anime that is already complete. Um, there's Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard about that. Been now there's, that. yeah, there's two different versions of it. There's the regular Full Metal Alchemist, which kind of does a little bit more of its own thing compared to like the manga. And then after that one wrapped up, they did a different version called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, where mm-hmm. the animation is a bit darker. The concepts are taken like straight from the manga, so there's less filler and things like that. And I definitely highly recommend watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood, okay. Yes, watch Brotherhood. That's the. If you were only to watch one of them, mm. I would say that one. While I enjoy both, I fully acknowledge that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is superior to uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, I know that that scene one or two episodes or something like that uh, of one of them I'm not completely sure and I remember one thing that blew my mind and that was that one of them had like uh, water powers mm-hmm. um, and what blew my mind was that he used steam and because yeah. you know I didn't think about hey steam is also water so you know it's just one of those things where I was like whoa that's uh, that's good thinking because I didn't think about that um, and I thought that was really really cool yeah there's a lot of that in the show and mm-hmm. I definitely highly recommend it check it out awesome so I guess it's time for some games. Um, yes, just um, if I'm correct, not of the video variety right now. No, it's All a right. board game. It's a board game, Mike, but it's still a game. Um, it's something called Hidden Games Crime Investigation. Um, and it's pretty cool. Uh, right. you, basically, uh, you get the game is like an envelope mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's sealed. 
And the rules are standing on the back side where it basically says you need to solve this crime. Uh, you need to find out who the killer is, who sent this letter, and two other things I don't remember on top of my head. Um, and the game starts as soon as you open the envelope. Oh. So it's sort of like... I would say it's sort of like a... Uh, what's it called? Those uh, escape rooms, but as a tabletop game. And basically, it's sort of like the same idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's just a loads of different kinds of documents inside. Um there is a, like a newspaper where there's a lot of different information in that newspaper. There is uh, some police documents. There's interviews. Uh, uh, there's like uh, images. Uh, some of them just something that was found. Other, others like evidence. Uh, lots of different things. And then you need to piece together who the killer is. Um, and there's also you know uh, some police documents with logins to the to the police server. Um, which you can then go to a website and log into that. Uh, that's something where I need to sort of figure out who, what the password is uh, and different things like that. Um, and it took us to... It says that it takes between one and a half and two and a half hours. We did it mm-hmm. just about in two hours. Um, really, really good fun. Only downside is that, you know, you have to... I mean, you don't have to, but, you know, it, the, the game sort of like... The idea is that you write on the different stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a calendar, you write on the calendar, and uh, there's a sheet with all the suspects, and you can add notes to it. Uh, we talked about that if we had thought about it, then we could have probably done it with post-it notes, and then we could mm-hmm. have sent it to uh, Tom and Amanda, for instance, and they could have tried it out as well, and stuff like that. So maybe we'll... There's two other games. Uh, there's three in total of these. Um the two others are only in German right now, uh, but they because mm-hmm. it's a German game, but they will be translated to English. Um, so we are thinking about if, if we get the next one, uh, maybe we'll do that, and then we can just send it off to to the next uh, person, uh, maybe to to your Selena or something like that, and then everyone can can try it out. But really, really fun. Can really, really recommend it. It's between you can do it between one to six players. Is the recommended? I mean, I, I guess technically it could be as, as many people as you wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's one of those games. It doesn't really matter. You can play it alone. You can play it with a few friends. Um, it's definitely fun with a few more people. I think so. You can you know compare notes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, my girlfriend and I figured out who the killer is, who sent the letter. We figured all four things out because you're smart people. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> so it's one of those kind of one and done deals yeah. in terms of gaming um, I'm still I, I like your idea which I never thought of which is like hey if you get these games why not send it to someone else like once you finish it um, mm. I think that's an interesting thing and I never thought about that so maybe in the future when I try one of these things out if I do then I pass it along to somebody else mm. um, I put this on here because Selena and I played this a couple weeks ago too um, and since you put that game on there Selena and I just randomly uh, played Exploding Kittens Boom. and the NSFW version, um, which has a bunch of fun little cards, um, like you can release the torture bunnies, um, zombie cats, and things along that nature. Um, but this is a card game for two to five players. Um, it's two to five players at the base game. I think there's expansions for it that expand the number of players as well. Um, But it's a card game for people who are into kittens and explosions and boob wizards and sometimes butts. Um, It is... I don't know if you've ever played Exploding Kittens. I have. 
Okay, it's a lot of fun. I love the game. It's just, it's so goofy. The idea of it is you don't want to be caught with the exploding kitten. Um, in the deck, you have exploding kittens that, when drawn, must be diffused by the player that drew it. If you do not have a diffused card in your hand, then you explode and you lose and you're out of the game if there's more than two people. But obviously with me and Selena, it was just us two, so if you exploded, then the other person simply won. You can use other cards to attack your opponent, make them draw more cards, you can look at the deck, you can shift around card orders in order to try and make your position more advantageous, and it's a simple yet fun and effective. Mm. Um, we played it and our kitten was on the table. As we played it, she was laying there. Um, the kitten <laughs> remained ex- remained unexploded throughout the duration of the game. No kittens were harmed good. during our playthrough. <laughs> um, but I did bring it up also because it prompted me to get another game that would be a little bit of something that like Selena and I could just kind of sit down and play, and it wouldn't be too intrusive in time and effort. And it's a game that I know you've played because we've played this game together. Um, not in person, but virtually, and that is Unstable Unicorns. Oh, I was about, okay, I, funny enough, I just googled the correct name for it, because I was about to say, when I tried Exploding Kittens, was around the same time that I f- went through the, um, no, I, I got it in my Facebook feed, Unstable Unicorns, and mm-hmm. my girlfriend is very much into unicorns, so I thought this is like the perfect little gift for her, so I bought, I think it was a birthday gift, um, so I bought it for her, and we just ended up loving the game so much, um, and I think I, I tried Exploding Kittens afterwards, mm-hmm. so for me, uh, Unstable Unicorns, I prefer that over ex- Exploding Kittens, I think mm-hmm. this is, is way more fun, um, but it could also just be a case of that's the game that I got to before I got to yeah. uh, <laughs> Exploding Kittens, but no, really, really good fun, I don't know if you, you actually, you know, we played it together, right? That's yeah, we played it together on Tabletop yeah. Simulator, yeah. and I really enjoyed it there, and Selena was enjoying Exploding Kittens, and immediately I thought, I think that she would enjoy Unstable Unicorns as well. And there was an NSFW version of this as well, Mm -hmm. but I decided to just go with the basic version um, to give it a go, mainly because um, Selena has a niece, and she really likes unicorns too, and she's still young. And if she came over and saw the box and wanted to play, I don't want to be... Like, oh, sorry, you can't play that due to the content of the cards. Um, So it's kind of, um, hey, we could still enjoy this, play it. And if we have people over, they could play it as well. There is an expansion with dragons, a dragons expansion pack for Unstable Uniform, uh, (laughs) which can, I I believe that's the one we have. Uh, It can totally, I can totally recommend that as well. (laughs) Awesome. So these are just a few little games that anybody out there, like, you should definitely pick up. Like I said, they're only for, they're, two players so if you only have one other person with you just grab that person grab this game and just have a good time it's hmm. super simple basic a lot of fun though a lot of fun definitely play it yeah yeah i totally agree all, all right. right that's the that's the table tabletop games we also played a few if i know you're correct we played a few video games as well in the past few weeks. Yeah, we played a couple video games here and there. 
All the, all the. I mean, I played the usual suspects. Let no need to jump into that, especially after this week's news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I did try out because I have the Xbox uh, subscription. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few new games got added, and I installed them. One of them is called Last Stop. Okay. So, I, I really, really, really love kitties. <laughs> kitties. <laughs> I really, really love uh, the Telltale games. Yeah. Um, and when I saw this, I just had to instantly install it. Last Stop is basically, you know, the same, uh, exactly the same like a Telltale game, mm-hmm. um, where apparently there's different storylines that will intertwine with each other. Uh, I haven't played too much of this game yet. I'm only like a, I just quickly tried it out. Uh, got got interrupted by a phone call and stuff like that, but. It plays and feels like a Telltale game, except it doesn't lag. Um, so, <laughs> uh, seems interesting so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know too much. It's very much in the beginning. Uh, my, I played. There's like two characters who are running along in in a subway tunnel, and they end up in a room with a door that, you know leads to another dimension or something we don't really know what it is and one of them goes through and the other one doesn't and that's where the intro ended and that's basically how much I got to play of the game um, but uh, but no really, really looking forward to, to dive deeper into this uh, because I, I absolutely love the Telltale games this is not by Telltale obviously mm-hmm. but um, I, I love that style of game where it's you know pretty much you know very much story driven not necessarily too much you know Gameplay. Uh, I mean, sure, there is some some gameplay where you need to hit the right buttons and move the characters along a little bit and stuff like that. But, yep. but no, looking forward to it. And so far, I can really. I mean, it's only the intro, but um, I can. From from what I've seen so far, I, I, I would recommend this, especially if you like Telltale games. All right. Uh, I guess I did play something kind of along the same lines as that, but to be honest, I only gave it like 10 minutes worth of time. And it's not much to do with the game itself. It's more to do with my expectations of the game and what I thought it was. Mm. But I started playing a game called The Uncertain Last Quiet Day. Um, it's on Steam. And the premise of this game is that humanity has gone extinct due to war. Um, and the robots that we left behind are rebuilding They're rebuilding the world, and they are being careful not to make the same mistakes that humanity made. Um, but it seems that the more that they evolve and build, the closer they become to becoming humans themselves, and therefore start making the same mistakes that humans made. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting concept of... The things that we create take on our own personalities and things like that. It's almost like, if you think of it from a biological sense, it's like, think about your kids. If you have kids, then we try so hard to let them know about the mistakes that we made so that they may not repeat the same mistakes. But it seems like very often we end up repeating the same mistakes that our parents did. And it kind of becomes this cycle where... Uh, we repeat the same mistakes, we act the same way, and yeah, there are variations here and there, and some people break the cycle, but it is like this idea of what we create, we impart our image on it in ways that we can't really predict. So I 
think that the story premise is pretty interesting. Like I said, I only gave the game about 10 minutes, mainly because I thought it was going to be like a first-person mystery-style game. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that it's more of a point-and-click mystery-style game, and I don't have the best history with point-and-click games, mainly because I don't find all of the time excitement in the idea of let me move my mouse cursor around the room when something gets highlighted let me click the eyeball that that says what it is then let me click the hand that picks it up i don't like those diablo games either Uh, not that one (laughs) um it's just it's it's very slow paced Hmm. because you're trying to like i mean it's logical because it builds the world right like you see this and the character's telling you their perspective of what it is like this one has a radio and he's like I need to find the battery in order to repair the radio. So, like, that's your first objective, is just finding the battery. And then along the way, you're seeing all the things in this house, and you'll hear his little quips about things that he doesn't understand about humanity. Mm -hmm. Like, humanity used to wrap themselves in this uh, fabrial. I still don't know the purpose, and it's just the idea of clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't get the idea of why humans wore clothes. And I'm sure more of that would be fleshed out along the way. But I just didn't give it too much time because it wasn't what I was expecting slash looking for at the moment. I wanted something a bit faster. Mm. I wanted something a bit more engaging. I can totally understand that because that's my. I think that's my only grief with with point to click, point and click adventures, um, is that when you reach that point where you're stuck and you're just running around on the same screens, clicking on mm. everything and just trying to you know figure out how to 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 progress through. Um, you know, it, it starts. It can become a little bit tedious if it's not if you can't figure out how, how to do it. That being said, though, in, at, in this day and age, you could probably just quickly Google your way through if if you really wanted to. Um, but, yeah. but still, um, it, it can. I totally understand that it, it's not super fast paced. Uh, so it's definitely something you need to be in the mood for for playing. Yeah, yeah I'm. While I don't knock people for, like, doing the whole Google your way through, it kind of defeats the purpose for me, so I always try as much as I can. Uh, But I've tried other games like this that I just couldn't get into. I forgot what it was that um, Tom had suggested it to me a while back. Um, It was, like, a fantasy one. Um, And you're just kind of like this lazy guy or something. I forgot what it was called, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I forgot what it was called. Um, it was interesting for a bit, and then I kind of just hit a wall. And whenever I hit a wall in these type of games, I hit it really hard, and I can't find my way out, so I usually just give up on it there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I too have just been kind of playing the usual. Um, I didn't get to raid Wednesday in World of Warcraft due to I had a work party mm. on the same day, so... Um, I went to the work thing instead, um, and it was a good time. I had fun. Good. Uh, but you went you went out into the real world. Yeah, um, yeah. It was it was fun. So <laughs> occasionally things are good outside. Although speaking of going outside, I have to share the story. Uh, hmm, yeah, I'm gonna share it. I don't care what people think. Um, I had a Lyft driver, and my Lyft driver was explaining to me. The reasons why he felt that the COVID-19 is completely fake. Um, That it is manufactured and it was planned around the same time that the United States redid their money. 
And the reason being was that if you folded a $20 bill in a certain amount of ways, it would form a mask on Andrew Jackson's face. And you could see that that was the plan all along was to get us to wear masks. Uh, how can you how can you argue with that? It's, it's oh. true. It's the truth, isn't it? And then he, I've, he I've, kept I've going. Seen, I've seen photographic evidence. I believe it. <laughs> and then he kept going. Um, oh. He said that it was also part of the food industry's plan to do this because they had such a surplus of food that they had to get rid of it so that they could make new food after they got rid of all this. So that's why the shelves were empty for so long was that the food industry had to get rid of their backup stock before it went bad or something to the supermarkets so that they could restart their food processes. I mean, sounds fairly plausible, doesn't it? You have old food, you need to get rid of it. <laughs> you need to make new food. I mean... Create a virus. That just yeah. <laughs> makes everyone go to that's, the stores that's, that's and the buy most, everything. That's the most logical way, Michael. I was trying so hard to, like, figure out how to engage with this person. I was just listening to them. I'm like, okay, tell me. Mm. Tell me your reasoning. And at the end, like, as I was getting ready to get out, I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. I completely disagree with everything you just said. (laughs) I'm like, but at the same time, you are entitled to your opinion. Um, But I would like to leave you with the idea of... You've only taken this from the concept of the United States and you haven't factored in any other part of the world that is still dealing with this as well. But is there is there really anything outside of the, uh, the United States? Nope, it's all fake news. <laughs> Apparently, you're probably in the United States and I just don't I know it. I don't I'm even actually, think... I'm in Florida. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you um, hear that on the accent? This is totally Flor- <laughs> Floridian accent. I wouldn't know. I never really met anybody from Florida. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think it's... I've never just sailed on the ocean. Oh, wait. Yes, I have. And I've gone to other countries, but for all I know, that could be just a different part of the United States. They just so, circled me around, called it India. You've been out <laughs> flying, right? Yeah. What do you do on a flight? I fall asleep or play a game or read. I go. definitely don't look at the window. Exactly. You fall asleep, you sleep. Most people do, I think. So, you know, how do you know that you're actually going where you're going and that, you know, it's not just... Uh, you know, you just land back in the, uh, the United <laughs> States, and and you know, you land on on like a, a secret Hollywood lot or whatever, and everything is just you know, everything's made up. Like, dang, I mean, S- sleep, sleep is a loading screen, Mike. I should have known when all the planes look similar to each other. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That's uh, luckily it's not something that we have too much of in Denmark even though we do have um, a few people who you know are protesting against covid and and you know saying that it's all you know made up and stuff like that but it's luckily not something that if if I went out into a cab that would prob- most likely not be the conversation you would have it it, it is a very specific certain kind of people uh, who has those kind of beliefs but I am to be fair a little bit worried and concerned that there is, you know, Danish Facebook groups and stuff like that where people don't want to t- have the vaccine and all these, all these things. And, you know, 
it's just it's just so stupid in my opinion um because there is so much scientific data backing up that you know a vaccine actually works just see you People didn't take the vaccine, got the disease. Some of them died. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't try to convince anybody because at the no. end of the day, like you're going to believe what you're going to believe. Yeah. And uh, if all of the stuff that we say is evidence is not convincing you, then I am not going to be able to present you with the logical argument that will convince you otherwise. Um, no. All I will say is that I hope everybody remains healthy, doesn't get sick. Um, I got my second second one. Nice. Yesterday, I cannot lift my my arm. <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Well, but, I can lift it, but it hurts. <laughs> yeah, at, at least that's all you have. Because my yeah. second one, I was knocked down to the ground. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, a lot of people got the second one actually got knocked out. But I think it also, I think one thing that really helped was when I got home um, after the second shot. Uh, I mean, this week, as I said, we had we had the week off, me and my girlfriend. So I I, I slept. I took mm -hmm. I took a long nap. Uh, I um, and uh, I, I think you know just that thing alone just helped a little bit that you could just sleep sleep some of it off. You know, sleep is good for you if you yeah. didn't know. Uh, so, um, not not that you know it, it's it's probably not working for everyone. But I think it definitely helped in my case. So so no, I've been feeling quite well actually afterwards. Um, so, yeah. yeah, sleep and eat food. Mm. Um, drink, I drink water. Yeah, from what I've seen is that like people that like me that didn't eat a lot of food or didn't drink a lot of water um, during the entirety of the process got hit harder than those that did. Yeah. Other yeah. than that. Um, that's pretty much all that I've kind of been up to. Um, mm. I haven't been up to too much else, just I've been tired. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that two-week break that I'm going to get, and my body just feels wrecked right now. So when I get home, I'm just going on Naruto binges because I could just sit there and let it go. <laughs> so, <laughs> Let me tell you about something that I found today. I saw the trailer today on Netflix that I'm looking forward to watch, but we have agreed that it's something my girlfriend and I want to watch, watch together. And it's a, a animated movie called The Mitchells versus The Machines. Don't know if you have it over there in the good old USA, um, but it looks amazing. It's from the same creators who, who made the Spider-Man multiverse uh, uh, animated uh, and the Lego movie. Um, so, and it, it just looks so extremely stupid. Uh, uh, that it looks good. Um, so, if you haven't watched the trailer, also if, if you're one of those people who think that sometimes the trailers show too much, then maybe don't watch the trailer because it does show a lot. We did sort of feel like we got we got the gist of the story told, but um, it still looks looks hilarious. Um, so that's something that I'm 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 going to look forward to. It, it the the idea is that robots has taken over the world and is trying to eradicate the humans and then there's just you follow this family the Mitchells who is apparently the worst family in the world um, <laughs> and they they now need to save save the world and oh. yeah. it, right. it looks uh, it, it looks stupid and it looks hilarious and I want to watch it I just added it to my wish list or my wish list, my watch list. Sorry, <laughs> to watch list. To yeah. watch list. Yeah, um, because it is over here. But I haven't seen anything about it, and nope. I am one of those that does not like watching 
um, trailers or anything along that nature because I mm. do not like spoilers and unfortunately the way trailers are done these days is that they yeah. seem to give away everything before you really watch it. I would say you could probably watch like the first 30 seconds of, of the trailer. There's like a scene with, with a car and some robots. When you've seen that then you get the idea of the movie and then you can just stop watching the rest of the trailer if, if you you know want to, to see what it's all about. Um, I think that scene alone was enough to just sell the movie, at least to me. It was enough <laughs> to sell the movie to me. So, um, so yeah. Alright, cool. Um, I look forward to watching it. Cool. Something mm-hmm. else that I'm also looking forward to is a thing that we tend to talk about. It's called D&D. Yes. But it's um, not our current... I mean, our current ongoing campaign is pretty good fun. There's a lot of stuff happening and I'm really, really, really looking forward to the next session. I have so much planned and we'll probably not get through it all. Um, mm-hmm. But something else that I'm actually sort of looking forward to is that I know it's probably still a bit early to say this, but the next adventure, the next campaign or whatever, um, if we want to continue playing together, um, because I bought the book called Icewind Dale, Rhyme Mm -hmm. of the Frost Maiden. And I have been reading up on some of the storyline and the quests and how they structured, you know, uh, at least the beginning of the game. And it looks so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, both from a player perspective but also from a DM perspective uh, players also need to ask something additional to, to pick a secret at least one secret they can if they really want to pick more than one secret um, and they a player can decide if you know if you want if you want to actually be part of the game or if you just want to just keep it a secret mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> um, it just looks really really fun and you get plopped into a world with, with 10 different towns and you can go to whatever towns you want to you decide because you know D&D it's open in that way mm-hmm. uh, and uh, there's stuff to do everywhere and it just it just looks so cool and it just looks so amazing that you know this whole world is pre-built so you don't as a DM don't have to think too much about all that stuff at least um, so yeah um, I, 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 th- I think it, it sounds really really cool at the same time, I also bought Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit that if I had to pick, I'm Icewind Dale sounds so much fun. Um, so, yeah. All right. It's cool that you mentioned that uh, both of those together, like Baldur's Gate and Icewind Dale, because back in the day, I think both our adventures in D&D, like an older version of D&D, mm. um, and they both had, like, Baldur's Gate and Icewind Dale had video games based off of those specific regions. Because Icewind Dale is, I think, a um, a region in the Forgotten Realms or something like that um, within D&D. And there were a bunch of books and things made for it. And there were video games made. And the video game Icewind Dale is one of my earliest exposures to, like, D&D. Just kind of my dad talking about it and playing it. And it's very similar to the Baldur's Gate games, which are very popular amongst uh, D&D and RPG fans. And they play virtually the same. Um, they are a bit older nowadays, so they're probably not too complicated to play, but it does have a special place for a lot of people. So when you I mentioned mean, it, I was like, I know that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Icewind Dale is in the Forgotten Realms, and so is Baldur's Gate, by the way. Okay. So they're actually they're in the same uh, same world. 
Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought that Icewind Dale sounded so much cooler than Baldur's Gate, even though that I've played the Baldur's Gate game. So I, that's why I bought the books. I thought that, hey, this, I mean, not that I'm saying that it's bad or anything that, that because I haven't played it. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually does sound quite cool as well. But I, I just think I was drawn more to Icewind Dale. Uh, it, 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 yeah. it sounds really, really cool. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of all of the different areas and things like that and there is i know i think you got the book i'm not 100 percent sure did you end up getting the ravenloft book no 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 okay I've, uh... I've looked at it i've been thinking about it but i mean a lot of those storybooks it feels a little bit you know why would i buy, buy them right now because mm-hmm. you know uh when will we be playing it when we're already working on a you know a, a, a campaign yeah right now, so yeah, um, but I was always enamored with the Ravenloft thing because it's like vampire stuff. I like mm. vampire stuff, and it's not sparkly vampires; it's dark vampires. Yeah, <laughs> proper vampires. And, yeah, and I like that stuff. So um, I think that I am fascinated with that type of storyline. And but I mean, I am all for like trying out the Icewind Dale stuff because um, it's something that I don't know too much about. But mm. I also like like right now, at least with our current campaign, we haven't had like obviously I'm just going off the title here with Icewind Dale, but we haven't had like nature be a factor too much yet. No. And I just think that it's interesting to be in a world where um like it's it's an ice world. And you have to deal with the complications that come with that amongst the myriad of other things that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And who knows? I am partial to the idea of an ice dragon being a thing. And I don't know if it's in there at all, but I just love uh, visually, like in my head, ice dragons look pretty darn sweet. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. But also like yetis and things like that. Just snow creatures are, are cool, cool ideas. Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Other than that, uh, do you have anything else before we maybe just call this one? No, I think I think that was it. I think we got around pretty much everything that we wanted to get around. All right. Uh, I guess I'll leave with one last thing, which is a video game thing that I'm going to do that I haven't done yet. Is I'm going to try that Pokemon Unite, which I guess is like an MMO Pokemon free to play game on the Switch. Um, people started talking about it. I had no idea what it was or that oh, it was. What's that? The MOBA. Along. Yeah. Oh, a MOBA. Oh, yeah, so I'm going to check that out uh, probably this weekend um, just to see what in the world is going on because people are talking about it, people seem to like it, and I had no idea what in the world it was slash where did it come from. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I know that Tom, you know, in a little group uh, chat talked about it, uh, and I thought, hey, that sounds pretty cool, and then he said, it's on Switch, and then I was like, okay, well, count (laughs) me out then. (laughs) Apparently, it's also on Android and iOS. Oh, well, maybe count me in then. The genres are all sorts of weird. It's like a MOBA, it says fighting game, real-time strategy, action role-playing game, but that just might be people who don't really, or just want to add every little tag to it. (laughs) So I'll check it out, and I will report back. Good. Good. Maybe, Maybe that's the game we'll be playing next weekend. Maybe. Okay. All right. Other than that, we will catch everybody in the next episode. Thank you all for coming by. 
hopefully we'll have a bit more and I'm sure people are starting to get used to it, but just in case you forgot, the next episode will not be next week, but it will most likely be the week after. We are now more on a every other week schedule, and if for some reason something comes up, we might have to miss that week in future episodes for whatever reasoning and things like that, but we'll let you know either way. Um, if we do end up missing a show, we'll let you know over on Twitter, which is two nerds maybe more. You can also reach out to us there, or you could do so by emailing us, which is two nerds maybe more at gmail.com, or you can check out our website, which is two nerds maybe more.com, which has this episode as well as all of our previous episodes. And hopefully this week I will remember to actually update the thing, because I feel like since we came back from that break, I've forgotten every time. Um, maybe maybe so, I mean, the show did get launched luckily yes <laughs> um, so hopefully I will get on that and do it on time this time other than that we'll catch y'all in the next episode thank you for coming by and we'll see you later bye, bye. this show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com dot com